The deep state is trying to silence all debate on their man-made global warming narrative and even on the proposed solutions to the alleged problem. Stay tuned and I'll tell you more. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Deep State. I am your host, Alex Newman. Thanks for tuning in. And folks, um, more and more stuff is moving online. And uh, this is all part of the Great Reset, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the digital transformation to the digital economy. Um, and there are a number of major problems with this. And one of the ways that this is being manifested is that our debates, our discussions, our ability to communicate with each other is now being radically manipulated and radically stifled by the establishment, by the deep state, and by the uh, global warming Nazis, as Dr. Roy Spencer, former senior scientist for climate studies at NASA, uh, called them in a scathing rebuke of their extremism some years ago. Uh, and they really are behaving like Nazis, right? It, it, it was a national socialist uh, policy to silence enemies of the Reich, and that's exactly what we are seeing here. So uh, you guys remember during the uh, the COVID lockdowns, they moved everything online. They said we had to stay home. We had to work from home. We had to do school from home. Everything had to be over the internet. That way it could be surveilled. It could be manipulated. It could be controlled. It could be data mined and all the rest of it. Well, the totalitarians, the deep state, they are now moving almost seamlessly from the COVID lockdowns, from the COVID tyranny to climate tyranny. And they're literally telling us what they're doing, folks. If you go to uh, the World Economic Forum's website, you'll find crazy, crazy, I mean, bat poop crazy articles about this stuff. Uh, they've got one uh, pretty recent where they say that um, you, you get to have a personal carbon allowance, right? We'll have personal carbon allowance programs. And uh, COVID-19 was the test of social responsibility. Uh, they say a huge number of unimaginable restrictions for public health were adopted by billions of citizens, right? Basically, uh, hey, th these dummies um, submitted to all this craziness for COVID. Let's do it for climate, right? I, I mean, they were telling us this was coming back in 2020. Yeah, here's another one from the World Economic Forum, uh, how the institutional response to COVID-19 can prepare us for climate change, okay? Uh, they say the political institution's response to the pandemic could be a crucial dress rehearsal for a transition to a different economic model in the face of climate change, right? Welcome to the fascist technocratic new world order, as Mr. Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum says. Uh, and so folks, this is serious, okay? They did this on COVID. Uh, I'm sure you remember. They actually talked about this. They planned this out before they did it. Uh, we did many episodes on that where you had these global totalitarians, even before COVID, preparing to deal with a public health emergency, like a novel hypothetical coronavirus coming out of, um, of Asia, uh, preparing to deal with that by using... Uh, lockdowns, and more importantly, by using censorship, right? At Event 201, they were talking about this, the need to silence misinformation. Uh, in fact, in 2017 at SPARS, they were working on this. Now, if you don't remember, Event 201 was funded by uh, the World Economic Forum and also by uh, Bill Gates of Hell and the, the, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh, at the Bloomberg School of Public Health. Um, here's a, a video of them talking about how we need to go after uh, people who spread misinformation and fake news. How much control of information should there be? And by whom? And how can false information be effectively challenged? And what if that false information is coming from companies or from governments? I think it's very important that we make sure that there is concise communication with all healthcare facilities where these patients are being treated so that there isn't mass panic. We're at a moment where the social media platforms have to step forward and recognize the moment to assert that they're a technology platform and not a broadcaster is, is over. 
Um, they, in fact, have to be a participant in broadcasting accurate information and partnering with the scientific and health communities to counterweight, if not flood the zone, of accurate information. Because to, try to put the genie back in the bottle of the misinformation and disinformation is nigh impossible. One thing we haven't spoken about, and I'm wondering whether it's time to talk about this, is uh, a step up from the part of the governments on enforcement actions against fake news. I personally do not believe that trying to shut things down in terms of information is either practical or desirable. And we do have, I think, a, a couple of strategies that are available to us, one of which is the flood strategy, second of which is relying and informing and equipping trusted uh, sources of information with the facts so they can then pass that on. But we also need to actually think about a technological answer to this. Okay, and, and the World Health Organization went along with this, and, and so did uh, the big tech companies, right? Uh, here's the CEO of YouTube, Susan Brojiki, uh, talking about how anything that contradicts the World Health Organization's position uh, is going to be silenced, is going to be removed from YouTube. Watch this. Um, but then we also talk about um, removing information that is problematic. You know, of course, anything that is medically unsubstantiated to so people saying, like, take vitamin C, um, you know, um, take turmeric, like those are all will cure you. Um, those are the examples of things that would be a violation of our policy. Um, anything that would go against World Health Organization recommendations would be a violation of our policy. And so remove is another really important part. All right, folks, and, and now they are getting even bolder, okay? Uh, and they're doing it on global warming. Uh, I want to show you a video of UN Undersecretary for Global Communications, uh, the, the uh, propaganda czar of the uh, United Abominations. Our name is Melissa Flemings, and she's at the World Economic Forum, and she's talking about how they have partnered with Google to promote man-made global warming propaganda. Watch this. You know, we partnered with Google, for example. If you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, you will get all kinds of UN resources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted uh, information right at the top. Partnered with Google. That's very interesting. And so if you Google climate change now, according to Melissa Fleming, and she's right, you'll find a bunch of UN propaganda uh, because they were very upset when they found a bunch of people questioning the UN's propaganda uh, when they originally Googled it. And folks, so we've experienced this here at the New American Magazine. I mean, we, we've been doing a lot of interviews with, including UN scientists, by the way, uh, and you used to be able to find them very easily. In fact, when the when the Google used a legitimate algorithm based on how many people were linking to stuff, uh, our stuff was at the top of the search results, right? Our, our article on Agenda 2030 that we published shortly after this was adopted was the number one search result at Google for years when you typed in Agenda 2030, UN Agenda 2030, Sustainable Development Goals. Now, if you go do that, you can search through page after page after page, and you will never find our article exposing this. And that's because, as you just heard Melissa Fleming say, uh, they now have a partnership with the United Nations. Remember, the United Nations is a coalition of mass murdering dictators, gangsters, kleptocrats, and um, you know, silly, corrupt governments. Uh, who are all uh, promoting this man-made global warming narrative because they have a vested interest. Some think they're going to get more money. Right? They think they're going to be able to extract loot from American taxpayers. Others think that uh, that'll be a good excuse to control their citizens. So they all have a vested interest in promoting this. And, uh, and that's exactly what we're seeing. Um, and this is, of course, right in line with what the uh, Biden administration has been promoting. Uh, in fact, uh, we, we now have proof that the Biden administration, CDC, and other federal agencies were working with Google to promote their propaganda. 
propaganda. We've got emails from the CDC where they're asking Google to uh, promote CDC propaganda higher up in the Google rankings. Um, and again, they've been remarkably transparent about this. Um, White House climate czar Gina McCarthy, uh, total totalitarian, uh, used to run the EPA uh, back when it was uh, in the Obama administration. And uh, she actually called officially on tech companies to start silencing not just people who question the uh, man-made global warming hypothesis, but even people who question the so-called solutions to the alleged man-made global warming crisis. Uh, this, this was in a uh, conversation with Axios, kind of an establishment thing. Uh, listen to this. Watch this. And so the challenge is now that we're moving from denial to actually just trying to to disengage the public from understanding the values of solar energy, the values of wind energy, the benefits of clean energy. We have to get tighter. We have to get better at communicating. And frankly, the tech companies have to stop allowing specific individuals over and over again to spread disinformation. That's what the fossil fuel companies pay for. That's what folks who make money out of fossil fuels and don't make money and and, and don't care about saving consumers' costs. That's what they do. We have to be smarter than that, and we need the tech companies to really jump in. You know, we've had a lot of NGOs working on these issues, and it's been terrific. The Climate Action Campaign has been working on pushing back on this disinformation. And Friends of the Earth has done a great job and continuing to do a great job at basically looking at where this money is coming from, how it's trying to, to fool folks. And what we see now is that, that, that climate denial is not working because people can see that the problems out there. They're experiencing firsthand. They can't deny it anymore. So what they're really targeting is our inability to accelerate the answers to climate, the technologies we need moving forward. That is equally dangerous to denial because we have to move fast. All right. We need the tech companies to really jump in, right? You can't have people questioning the values of solar energy, the values of wind energy. This is equally dangerous to denial, right? What are we going to do if people realize that our windmills and solar panel idiocy uh, is a scam to loot taxpayers and is not actually going to be capable of powering an industrial civilization? Um, and, and the irony, of course, is that the communist Chinese are building coal-fired power plants faster than we count them while they're shutting down America's energy infrastructure. It's pretty amazing. Um, those brave Republicans, uh, they're doing oversight. They sent a, a strongly worded letter to Gina McCarthy. I'm sure they're just quaking in their boots. Uh, they said, uh, we're continuing oversight of the Biden administration's attempts to suppress free speech, censor political opponents, and discredit reasonable commentary by labeling dissenting voices as misinformation. But, uh, you know, knowing the rhino leadership of the Republicans in Congress, you can be sure that they will do absolutely nothing about this except maybe send a strongly worded letter and maybe have a clown show hearing where they'll bring one of these people in and ask them some questions. Now, uh, this is not new, folks. Uh, the same uh, UN communications czar, Melissa Fleming, was actually bragging in October of 2020 in a World Economic Forum podcast about how they were recruiting in a, an army of information volunteers. Okay, uh, listen to this. So they got over 110,000 information volunteers to go fight misinformation, digital first responders uh, on the internet. Listen to this madness. Also, recruiting people around the world. And so far, we've recruited 110,000 information volunteers. 
And we equip these information volunteers uh, with the kind of knowledge about how misinformation spreads and uh, ask them to serve as kind of digital first responders um, in those spaces where misinformation travels. And that is in groups, uh, peer to peer. All right, folks, you want to see how serious they are about this. Um, just uh, recently the, at the U.N. General Assembly, the uh, wackadoodle prime minister of New Zealand, uh, a World Economic Forum young global leader, as Klaus Schwab calls them. Um, when I mention our names like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. But... Um, what we are very proud of now is the young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, Pres of uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So there you go, Jacinda uh, uh, Ardern, a young global leader of the World Economic Forum, uh, is also uh, leading the charge. And, and it's not just that we need to censor misinformation. It's that uh, people who question these things, they're using weapons of war, right? Your free speech is a weapon of war. Listen to this bat poop crazy madness on the floor of the UN General Assembly. The weapons may be different, but the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same to cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves, to disband communities, to collapse the collective strength of countries who work together. But we have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we, must, we, we must censor the Internet, right, as uh, Klaus Schwab would say. Um, and, and, folks, literally, the, the U.N. agency that they are right now grooming to censor the Internet, uh, it's called the International Telecommunications Union, it is literally run by a member of the Communist Party of China. His name is Haolin Chao, and uh, he actually was asked early on in his tenure running this U.N. agency that they want to regulate the Internet, regulate free speech. Uh, he was asked by a Korean journalist about, uh, you know, communist Chinese censorship of the Internet. He said, oh, Censorship's in the eye of the beholder, right? No big deal. Uh, we just have a different definition of censorship than you do. Uh, and so, folks, we're now watching this happen, okay? Uh, the fascists at Facebook have partnered with uh, a bunch of clowns at uh, this very strange organization, incidentally funded by the same climate profiteers that are hoping to enslave you using man-made global warming. And uh, just recently, this happened like last week or week before, um, the New Americans uh, Facebook page got attacked by the fascists at Facebook. They gave us a false label for an article that we did. It was written by James Murphy about a Clintel declaration that was signed by 1,100 scientists. And uh, all we did was report on the declaration, right, which is, of course, the declaration is real. The scientists who signed it actually said these things. And so our report was 100% accurate, and yet it was labeled false because the clowns at Climate Feedback, which is a joke, um, in which, uh, I mean, there's been exposed over and over and over again by climate scientists. Uh, they they claimed that the declaration signed by these scientists was false, and so they labeled our article reporting on the declaration false because the declaration was false. The, uh, apparently, uh, they don't even care at all that what they're doing is a giant hoax, and anybody who looks at it can see. Right? I mean, it's one thing to say we disagree with the scientists who signed that declaration. It's entirely another to say an article is false that's reporting on the declaration because you believe the scientists are wrong. Okay, um, This should be pretty basic, but uh, of course they're not interested in truth. They're interested in silencing debate. And uh, all the major platforms now are moving in this direction. Uh, the fascists at Facebook, the fascists at Google, the fascists at YouTube have all uh, unveiled these new efforts to silence 
uh, what they call misinformation about uh, climate change and to steer the, the zombies and the sheeple to um, accurate information. Uh, Twitter actually announced uh, earlier this year that it was toughening its um, standards to prevent uh, misleading information that contradicts the scientific consensus on climate change. So folks, uh, what's happening here is incredibly dangerous, okay? They, are, they have turned uh, basically everybody into these uh, digital slaves where you have to do everything in the online world. They even wanted us to do church online, right? And then they started censoring pastors who questioned homosexuality or who said things they didn't like. Uh, so you gotta do everything on the internet now, and yet the internet is gonna be completely controlled. You won't be able to debate things. You won't be able to discuss things. You can't discuss whether you think the UN's ridiculous hypothesis about the gas we exhale being a toxic pollution is a legitimate hypothesis, whether it's supported by the evidence. You can't discuss whether their absurd pseudo-solutions to this alleged problem are legitimate. Um, and, and this is just the start, folks. And they are now using climate change as a pretext to do the same things they did to us during COVID, but with just a new excuse. And you cannot even ask questions about these things without getting a giant boot on your face forever. Uh, we need to recognize the implications of this, folks. These are the things that uh, are literally being used to justify global totalitarianism, and you can't even ask questions, okay? This is insane. This is absurd. We must find ways to resist this. Uh, states have, have started taking action against efforts like this, so we need to keep working at the state level. And we also need to recognize that um, these big tech companies are basically now arms of the government. Uh, they've been exposed in multiple lawsuits, uh, censoring people at the behest of the government. In fact, they recently had to restore uh, Alex Berenson to Twitter uh, because of um, a lawsuit, right? They were silencing him and what he was saying about the COVID and about the COVID injections, uh, and he was correct. Um, and so they they now had to put him back. But folks, this, is happening. this happened to uh, Dr. Shiva, uh, bureaucrats, politicians. Uh, the government asked Twitter to silence his uh, concerns about vote fraud and the evidence he was promoting, so they took that down. Um, this is incredibly significant, folks. They're building a prison around us right now, and they won't even let us ask questions. Help bypass the censorship. Uh, send this video out by email. Uh, get it on disks and hand it out because uh, the, the Orwellian cyber prison that they are building for us intends to eventually silence all of us. That's what the deep state is, is planning to do because uh, they know if we can resist by complaining, by pointing out how insane all of this is, their plans will crumble. So help us get this out there. Uh, go to thenewamerican.com, sign up for our emails, subscribe to the print magazine, which of course they cannot censor. Thanks again for watching. I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State for the New American Magazine. Until next time, God bless you all. They say every time someone subscribes to the New American Magazine, a member of the deep state loses his mind. Well, now's your chance to help a lot of deep state members lose their mind. Head over to thenewamerican.com, subscribe to the magazine, subscribe to our daily, weekly, or monthly headlines, and let's beat the deep state into the ground. I'm Alex Newman. Thanks for watching.